Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Book Laban, the first podcast about the Filipino reading community around the world. I'm Jaja Suge. And I'm Shani Tan. We're two friends with a lifelong obsession with reading who got stuck in traffic one day and decided that the world needed a podcast for Filipinos who love books. Jaja, what are you reading now? I am reading Japanese Tales of Mystery and Imagination by Edogawa Rampo, considered Japan's dean of mystery writers. They say that if you say his name repeatedly, Edogawa Rampo, Edogawa Rampo, Edogawa Rampo, it will sound like the Japanese pronunciation of Edgar Allan Poe, who was Edogawa Rampo's favorite author. However, as I was reading the book, instead of Edgar Allan Poe, the stories reminded me more of Roald Dahl's Dark Tales. Roald Dahl is more known for his fanciful children's books, but he also wrote for mature audiences and he had a collection of dark tales. Edgawa Rampo's stories have that same Twilight Zone vibe, bizarre, creepy without getting all out horror with surprising and odd twists. So do I recommend this book? If you're into Japanese literature, yes. If you're into short stories from the dark side, yes. If you want to try a literature that combines Asian and Western styles, yes. I'll have to add that to my TBR pile. I am rereading the Stormlight Archive series by Brandon Sanderson. I have read it so many times. I'm on the third book, Oathbringer. I really love this series. I think it's his best one yet. It's an epic fantasy set in a broken world with weird weather, winter's coming, not quite, and an awesome magic system. And there's the usual political machinations and typical of Brandon Sanderson's work. The fight scenes make you feel like you're there for every move. That man writes hand-to-hand, magic-to-magic combat like no one else, in my opinion. Most of his main characters feel real except for the magic parts. They deal with identity issues, guilt, depression, and many times I actually find myself crying as I read. So, if you like your large-scale epic fantasy with characters who are both smart-ass and badass, run and grab a copy of the first book, The Way of Kings. Now we have the Toilet Papers, a peek into the private reading lives of public people. Robert Alejandro is an award-winning graphic artist, illustrator, painter, crafter, and one of the pillars of Filipino arts and craft shop, Papa Malroti. He's a founding member of Ang Ilustrador ng Kabataan, that's Ang Inc., an organization of children's book illustrators. I'm actually reading a lot of books at the moment, sabay-sabay. There are some books in the toilet, there are books that I bring around, but the book I'm going to talk about is a book I bought recently at the National Gallery Singapore. The title is Children's Picture Books, The Art of Visual Storytelling. It's written by Martin Salisbury and Morag Styles. I think 
this book really speaks of me and my current passion. Just recently, I was part of a workshop of Room to Read. It's an NGO based in San Francisco. And we made, we meaning illustrators and writers from the Philippines, made a lot of books in this workshop. And I think they're really, really good books. And we all learned so much from the workshop about writing and illustrating. And so I bought this book because it talks about the history of children's books and also the current way of how picture books are being done. And there's so many samples of really good picture books and their types of picture books, like, for example, books about issues for children issues that the picture books deals with. So it's it's a very good book about picture books and learning all about these things, which I'm really, really interested in. Also because I hope and I pray that one day maybe I can write a picture book because I know I can draw, but I would love to actually write as well. So again, this book I bought in the National Gallery in Singapore, but I know it's available in Amazon. I've never seen it in Manila. And so that's the book I'm reading. Up next is Footnotes, where we answer your burning book questions. Today's burning book question, Shani, is what is the longest sentence in literature? The answer is it depends. It's widely known that Victor Hugo wrote an 823-word sentence in Les Miserables. However, at best, that would be the longest sentence in French literature. Since we're talking all of published literature here, that's not going to cut it. There is a sentence in Ulysses by James Joyce that clocks in at 4,391 words. This was a Guinness Book record until the year 2001 when Jonathan Coe wrote a 13,955-word sentence in his book, The Rotters Club. And this is the record to beat for English literature today. 13,955, I think that's longer than this podcast. 13,955 words. I think that's more words than we have spoken in my 25-year marriage. You can read more about this episode's footnote, as well as see links for our sources on booklaban.com. We're giving away a copy of Legendary Children, the first decade of RuPaul's Drag Race, and the last century of queer life, thanks to our friends from Penguin Random House. Written by Tom Fitzgerald, this is a definitive deep dive into queer history and culture with the hit reality show RuPaul's Drag Race as a touchstone by the creators of the pop culture blog Tom and Lorenzo. Find out how to win on booklaban.com or by following us on our social media accounts. Find our Facebook group by searching for Booklaban, and we're at BooklabanPH on Instagram and Twitter. Remember, support the author and buy the book. Today we're going to talk to Orly Agawin. We know him well. He's a friend of mine. We also work together. Plus, we're part of the same book club, Flips Flipping Pages. But his followers know him more as a culture vulture because he's an active part of the Filipino theater blogging community. Orly is a Fulbright scholar. He spent a number of years as a trainer in the BPO industry and was awarded the BPO Training Manager Excellence Award by the Philippine Society for Training and Development. 
actually runs his own company, OSA Training and Educational Services, a consulting network of corporate training professionals. In this talk, we're going to ask him about his reading journey, his life as a reader, and find out his secrets to a successful reading life. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me here. How did you get into reading? Who got you interested? My father was a bookworm. Lumaki kaming magkapatid na nakikita siyang lagi nagbabasa. My father was an office messenger. No? So parang rank and file siya for most of his professional life. But one thing that you could say about him is that hindi mo siya maluloko sa mga bagay-bagay kasi he was a voracious reader. You could talk to him about anything. Tapos... Ang dami-dami niyang alam. And there would be times na kapag meron siya magandang librong nabasa, ikikwento niya yun sa amin magkapatid. During my early years, iniisip ko na parang anong klaseng mundo yung pinupuntahan niya pag nagbabasa siya. No? Well, I was still studying in Don Bosco. Isa sa mga cultures namin noon ay pumunta sa library kahit grade 1, grade 2 ka. At tingnan ko anong pwede mong basahin. Meron kaming requirement na mag-borrow yung mag-uwi ng libro. No? So ito mga inuwi kong libro, napapansin ko ay kumakapal ng kumakapal. No? Dati, picture book lang, sumunod, yung graphic novel ni Rin Tintin nung araw. Hanggang sa naging, I think I was in grade 3, I started reading Hardy Boys, which I found In a way, dark, di ba? May mga nawawala, nahuhulog sa bangin, ganyan. Hanggang sa, sabi ko, naku, masyadong ano to. And then I discovered Nancy Drew. Masaka, relate ako kay Nancy Drew. I think I was in grade 5 nang naibili kami ng nanay at tatay ko ng Nancy Drew. Pag-isa pa yata kami ni Arvin. Na binabalikan ko ngayon, bakit binili ng Nancy Drew yung kapatid kong lalaki? At ang akin na yun, The Mystery of Lilac Inn. Na inulit-ulit ko kasi nakauna-una ang copy ko ng Nancy Drew. Di na siya nasundan. Hanggang sa nag-move na yan to Sweet Valley. Hi. Elizabeth oh. ka ba o Jessica? Obviously. Elizabeth. Ay, ay. ay hindi, but... Maka-Elizabeth ako, pero ako si Jessica. Feeling ko nga. <laughs> And the thing with this face is that there's a tendency for an early reader to last long in that phase, no? Like Nancy Drew, no? Hindi katulad ngayon na parang Harry Potter. Well, the thing with Harry Potter is that during our time, binasa natin ang Harry Potter for like 10 years. Ilang years ang Harry Potter? 97 to 2007, I think. Ngayon, pumunta ka sa Big Bad Wolf for 3,000 pesos, you can buy the entire set. Unlike during our time, we read Nancy Drew for years. Yung community at yung grupo na kung nasaan ako, We cannot afford these books. So, yung isang Nancy Drew na libro, iikot yan sa mga kaibigan mo. At pagkatapos yung basahin lahat, you talk about it. And you talk about it like, excitedly. Mayaman pala kami kasi kompleto Nancy Drew. No, kami hindi. <laughs> Nagbasa ka ng Harry Potter when you were in oh college. God. At wala ka pa rin pera noon. Oh How did you find books? So, we were in a state university at that time. And, you know, knowing state universities, kulang yan sa mga resources. Yung mga ganyan, minsan nawawala kayo ng rooms. Nasira yung kwarto, di na pwedeng gamitin. So, in the middle of the SEM, dito na ang room nyo, sa ganyan. So, itinagay kami sa isang bagong library. It's a really small library na idinonate ng, I think, ng Japanese embassy. Pero ang ganda-ganda niya, parang siya yung pinapakita kapag ano, may visitation of the gods. <laughs> 
if you get my drift. Reference. No, ano. Short story by Visitation uh, of the Gods. Hilda Cordero Fernando, oh, okay. I think. Yeah. <laughs> pag, pag dumarating ang mga taga-chet, ganyan, ito yung library ipapakita. At ang ganda-ganda nun, freshly painted, it's like Titanic. At may mga libro doon, nandoon, ano? Para sa mga bata, mga young adults, ganyan. And these are new books. No? Pupunta ka doon para basahin. Ito yung library, hindi pwedeng ilabas yung mga libro. So, nandun kami, doon kami nagkaklase ng isang subject namin. Tapos, hindi kalayuan sa aking upuan, may shelf. At merong Harry Potter 1, 2, and 3. Sabi ko, ay, ito, may Harry Potter. Oh, sabi ko sa mga klasiko. Parang, orly maganda raw eh. Let's give it a try. So, ako naman, tatapos na yung klase, lumabas na kami. No? Bumalik na kami sa ibang subject naman, ganyan. Sa lunch, nasa ko yung bag ko. Pagkita ko, ay, andito sa bag ko yung Harry Potter book. Yung book, one, andito. Bakit? Ganyan. So, binasa ko. Binasa ko yung Harry Potter. So, pinahiram ko naman kay kaklase one na eventually pinahiram kay kaklase two. Mabibilis kayo mabuwasan nun, mga English majors kami. Hagas sa kumalat na, buong, buong section, nabasa na yung Harry Potter na lumabas sa bag ko. Na naglakad papunta naglakad sa bag ko. papunta sa bag ko. Hindi ko alam kung ano nangyari noon. No? Pagkatapos doon, may bago na akong mission. As mandated by the block. Kunin na natin yung Harry Potter 2. So what I did was, lumabas na naman sa bag ko. Nakita ko na naman, sa bag ko na naman yung Harry Potter 2. So binasa ko. At umikot na naman yun sa buong section. The same happened doon sa Harry Potter 3. So kayo yung mga literal the book thief. Kami yung mga literal the book thief. Nakabalik pa ba yung mga yun? Alam ko ibinalik namin yun eh. Merong redeeming arc. Well, actually, Yung story yeah. na to. Because years later, yeah, we I came was... back, you, and we, together with our book club. Kwento mo yun. Oo, na. dahil hindi ako pinapatulog doon for many years. No? <laughs> After many years of like buying, reading, and hoarding books, I realized na ang dami-dami ko ng libro sa bahay. And I became part of Flippers na nakikita ko how we gladly and generously give away books to each other, swap books. I had this teacher back in that state university who would always, every Christmas, give books to us English majors kasi siya rin ay naging English major at one point in her life at wala rin siyang pambili ng libro. So, namimigay siya ng libro noon. Sabi ko, Jay, pa-project tayo ngayon. Magbigay tayo dun sa school na pinanggalingan ko. Ang dami nating librong pwedeng ibigay. Tapos tinanong ko nga yung teacher ko, Ma'am, ano pong pwede namin ibigay sa inyo? Sabi niya, Orly, it doesn't matter eh. As long as it's a book. As soon as Orly suggested that, we posted an announcement to the book club members to please donate. Grabe. Oh, Grabe. Hindi ko alam kung saan maglalagay ng libro sa bahay. Like 600 books, I think. We had 600 books. Oh my Grabe. God. It was our Oprah Winfrey moment that day. Kasi nga, yung books nakapatong lahat sa yeah, table. Yeah, sila yung pipili. The, no? They didn't know what was going to happen, di ba? Yung mga kids. Yeah. Tapos nagdutingan sila. And when you say kids, these are like college English majors also. English majors, so, yeah. So, tapos tuwang-tuwa sila. JJ, you were there, no? Yeah, we called them one, una one book at a time. Tapos may asarang, there were still more books. Exactly. So everybody brought home at least three books. books yeah. Person. And there so, were still, ang dami pang natira. And sabi ko, ma'am, kayo na pong bahala dyan. Tapos if you would remember, dala ko that day yung book na binigay niya sa akin many years back. The book that started it all. Luha ng Buwaya by Amado Hernandez. No? So tuwan-tuwa siya na nakita niya na inaalagaan ko yung librong binigay niya sa akin noon. 
And another thing that I always share whenever I share my book thief experience is that malayo rin ang narating ng Harry Potter sa buhay ko. No? Because in 2004, I got a Fulbright scholarship because of a Harry Potter essay. And I was able to, in a way, integrate what I know about literary criticism, feminism, and philosophy dito sa sinasabi nilang fantasy fad of that time. In, in NYU, ang tawag nila sa akin. Di ba meron tayong Tolkien Scholar, Shakespearean Scholar, ganyan. Ako yung the Pinoy Harry Potter Scholar. So malayo din yung narating noong... And I think that's what reading life is all about. Eh, no? yung minsan tayo ay nababago ng mga librong hindi natin akalain uh, na makakadaumpalad natin, na makakausap natin, na ma-experience natin. Right now, I'm reading a couple of books. One is Stories That Stick by Kendra Hall. It's on business storytelling. And the other one is Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Noah Harari. Well, I'm actually trying to read a Harlan Coben book right now, Play Dead. So parang right now, I'm reading three books at a time. One thing about stories that stick is that I'm getting certified on training people on business storytelling. Kaya nakakatulong sa akin yung libro na yun. So ngayon ko naiintindihan na yung pala mapanood natin na mga advertisements ng Jollibee, ng McDo, yung kinakasal, hindi pala siya ikakasal. Instead of, you know, Jollibee saying something about how good their burgers are, they tell a story about a couple who became friends and who would eat in Jollibee. It's more focused on the emotions and making use of identifiable characters. Business storytelling comes with more aligned intentions like to close a sale, to influence, to make people feel something. Sapiens, it's about science, it's about archaeology. One thing that I learned about myself is that I have this silent interest when it comes to science, history. And I learned that about myself when I read and fell in love with Bill Bryson's A Short History of Nearly Everything, which was my best read around back in 2013 or 14. Let's talk about your Harlem Coben book that you're reading. I started reading Coben's first novel, which I think was published in the 80s. It's entitled Play Dead. It's about a power couple, supermodel yung babae, tapos NBA superstar yung lalaki. You know how it is. So 80s, di ba? Parang sabi ko nga, this is, is so like... Jackie Collins, mga ganun uh, oh, So like Sidney Sheldon, so like Daniel Steele. Tapos all of a sudden, during their honeymoon, nag-swimming yung lalaki, tapos nawala na siya. Ganun naman si Coben eh. May... Yun ang formula niya. And so far, nakikita ko no, na may family member or meron kang kaklose, tas mawawala siya. Yung journey nung hero or nung protagonist towards finding that person is a Coben story. So you're reading at least three books at any given time. And I don't know if you want me to share this. May kinilaman ba yan sa yung pagiging ADHD? <laughs> I, I would say yes. No? Ngayon nga napapansin ko, since I have so much books at home, I would buy like three titles via Amazon and put it in my Kindle. Noon, kapag nakabila ko ng libro, it, it's a moment, no? Having a book that you bought through hard-earned money or inipon mo na baon. Ninanamnam ko yung pagbabasa, no? Ngayon, ang tendency ko, mag-speed read, no? Bilisan yung pagbabasa. Kasi gusto ko na matapos yung libro. Dahil marami pa nakapila. But it's still a good thing because Orly and I go book shopping often. And usually... 
afterwards, siya nabasa na niya, ako hindi pa. So, at least, congratulations. <laughs> May langyayari sa akin. your ADHD, oh. you get to finish your books, which is an accomplishment. So, would you say you're a functional reader? Like, you read mostly things that you can teach or you can use at work? Now that I'm in consultancy and I have OSA, in a way, na-influence na rin niya yung reading preferences ko. No? Na if I'm going to read fiction, may ituturo ko ba ito? Or paano ko siya magagamit sa consultancy? Specifically, learning and development. So we always end the show with a guest book recommendation. So do you have a recent read na gusto mong i-recommend? I've always been biased when it comes to the zombie genre. No? Parang, hindi ko talaga mag-gets yung zombie genre. Ano ba yan? But may nag-recommend sa akin to read World War Z by Max Brooks. And when I started reading it, parang, oh my God, now I understand why there's such a clamor when it comes to the zombie genre. The zombie is just a tool. No, to build a philosophy about humankind, about politics, about morality, about economics, about everything that is in the modern world. And sabi ko, ang galing-galing ng libro na to, na parang it actually delves deep into the human emotion. I remember my movie na medyo malayo sa book. Oh yeah, you yeah. think Brad Pitt? Uh, the book is actually more of, it's a collection of interviews of different people that are coming from different parts of the world during the zombie war. At pag binabasa mo siya, makikita mo yung iba't-ibang psychology, culture, economics of the world. And what is happening to us? Paano nagbabago ang tao kapag naharap siya sa isang situation like a zombie apocalypse? Orly, can you tell us where we can find you online? Yeah. Well, I have a couple of websites. One is yung art blog ko, which is thejellicalblog.com. I've had the Jellical blog since 2008. It started as a personal diary. And now it's an art and literature site. No? Film and theater and sometimes literature and sometimes music now. And Did you name it after Cats? Yes, because I was part of Cats in 2002. Uh, I played Munko's Trap. And then I have another, which is osa.ph, our corporate site for OSA. My Instagram is at thejellicalblog. My Twitter is at oagawin. Do you have any future projects that you want to promote? I'm coming up with business storytelling as a course and one thing that we could offer probably online or publicly. No? So, Orly, thank you very much for joining us on Book Laban. It wow. was a very fun... Thank you for having me. <laughs> it was a very fun and educational experience. Thank actually, or- Orly is actually an experience in itself. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you guys for having me. I mean, I'm really happy that you guys are doing this. We need more platforms and podcasters like you who are both passionate when it comes to books, literature, and talking to people and encouraging people to read. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been Book Laban. May your shelves be overflowing, your pages plentiful, and your heart filled with stories. Thank you for making us a part of your reading journey. This episode of Book Laban was produced by Josa Quinones and edited by Nina Toralba of Puma Podcast. Hey. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 